Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it is your main man, Rico Rocks, coming at you live. For anyone who doesn't know, this is Rico Rocks, R-I-C-O-R-O-X-X, host of Social Suicide. Thank you for checking out episode 53. I'm joined today by a Chinaman named Aloha. Very interesting. Not very funny, not comical, but a perspective international vibe to today's episode it's fun to talk to somebody from china because china is such a force on earth as is as america is as i live in the united states and i had so many opinions and thoughts and it was it was it's a fun guy to talk to enjoy the conversation this is rico rocks here on podbean and follow me and enjoy the show and thank you to aloha for your and enjoy for that six eight months ago i was in the west coast I mean, this has been a particularly travel-heavy year for me. No, New New Mexico. New New Mexico. New Mexico. The new and improved Mexico. They call it New Mexico because it's the upgrade. It's the New Mexico. Hey, man, what part of China are you from? Let me ask you this, because I, I, I fucking... I talk a lot of shit about China, I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to hate on Chinese people, but I'm talking shit about the nation. I talk shit about the nation all the time. Not about the people. But I talk shit about the nation, which has nothing to do with you personally, because you're not China. You're not you're not the nation. You're a person who happens to be in China. So when I talk about the nation, I'm not talking about individuals. I'm talking about the concept of that region of China. It's, it's very. I'm very suspicious of China. Well, I'm not like terribly suspicious, but I do have like something just tells me that something ain't quite right about China. No offense, like I said, don't take it personal, but I just feel like there's some 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 really interesting, aka also something, some shit that's very very powerful, you could say. But some something's going on with China, man, and I don't think it's public knowledge, really. I think China is something's interesting about China. So are you, would you, are you a proud China? Are you a nationalist? And, and I don't think, don't get defensive here, but are you somebody who feels as a Chinese person that China is on the up and ups? Hello folks. The next person I've on has the littlest dick, this side of the Mississippi. Just Hello. Hello. Rico. Hi. Hey, Bubba. Hi. So do you want to speak on what I just said? Yeah. I think I'm not a nationalist, but... I'm patriotic. You are so. That's what I meant. Are you patriotic to China? Do you ever, do you just as I am patriotic to America, and but I know that it's full of shit in some ways. Do you feel the same way? Do you think China is full of shit in some ways? Yeah, sure. Because what ways is that? I think if I see something bad of China, because this this is also patriotic, right? Right. Yeah. Because there's pros and cons. Get better, right? I want to get better. Well, do you think that like the CCP you, is a bad thing or a good thing? Or is that a bad question? Uh, the question is very complicated. Very complicated. Because yeah, it is. It is. About, I agree. Yeah. Think about it. When I, I was born, uh, it's CCP ruined. Now, nowadays, it's also CCP ruined. Ruined as a country. Sure, sure. So but, you, that's all you know. Let me ask you this. Would you rather be in CCP or would you rather China be... Free from CCP, if you had to choose. Because there is a thing in China is. Let me frame this. Let me say this. Okay, go ahead. Change comes 
if there's a change, sometimes it's also with disruption, right? Right, because you have every, even I think most change, I think any change cotton is requires destruction of the previous. Yeah, but the normal people, the ordinary guy, maybe gets hurt in the process, right? So yeah, that that's fair, and that's a brief answer. Like you, you, you not. It's not that you necessarily love that CCP is the way it is, but you don't want to destroy every innocent person to to change it. Yeah, look at yeah, the it's deep. Yeah, look at Iraq, right? Fuck. Yeah, what about Iraq? Iraq? Nowadays, Iraq get is a democratic country, right? It well, but, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, not anymore, but <laughs> that it's the change comes at the expense at the expense of the normal people. Right. Well the, the change yeah, the change of them losing that the United States military as a bodyguard. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. It, it, I dude, I can only imagine the death and destruction happening in Iraq in the last year. Yeah. So Oh my gosh. So it's it's a very to answer your question. It's very complicated. So do you yeah. think it's similar? Do you think that that if so, like so there was somehow a coup against the CCP and all the military of CCP just went on strike and said, "Nope, we're not, we're not protecting you anymore." Do you think that the people that are against them would just go up to the CCP individuals and kill them all? Like go all they like go up to the CCP people's houses and just go nuts on them if they didn't have the military to back them up? Do you think they would just? go crazy like Iraq and just kill everybody associated with them? Mm-hmm. Let me think. Uh, there is like uh, 100, nearly 100 million CCP, CCP members in China. Only? I think the fig- yeah. The figure wow. is like... Uh, I, th- I thought it was more than that. 100 million. I know, in but China. there's a population of a billion. Yeah, f- one point four billion, China. right? Which is the second biggest population on Earth, and I figured it was more than ten percent at least. Not just the, the largest population on Earth, but soon the China, uh, soon India will take over China. As well, not maybe just, not, maybe not, because China's a little more aggressive than Indians. I think they will. I mean, China eventually will just kill a bunch of Indians if they need to. Uh, I mean the population. The population. No, that's what I'm saying. If the population starts, oh no, I think India already surpassed China, didn't it? Not yet. Oh, that's well. Just see. Can you look it up? Just see if you don't mind looking up. Can you look up who who has the most between them two? I don't want. From what I, yeah, because I. But let me ask you this, Aloha. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you saying? Population, India population. Okay, let me tell you this. One thing that I'm very suspicious about China is I feel like the population numbers are not right. I feel like there's no way they have 1.4 billion people. Do you think that that's <laughs> true or false? No, no. Like do, you, like, do you think that that's real or do you think that's just propaganda that there's that many? It's a real, it's a real, it's a real. Because yeah, I understand there's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. Maybe even 500 million, but 1.4 billion just sounds like so many. Yeah. Because think about it, in Shanghai there is like, uh, uh, three. Uh, let me think. Shanghai is, uh, thirteen thirteen million people. Thirteen million. 
Yeah, thirty, thirty, thirty million. Oh, thirty million. So that's like that's not. I mean, that's a that's a lot for sure. That's just a city. That's a lot, a but that doesn't make a billion. Just a city, Shanghai. Right, right. City. And the reason I think this is though because that wouldn't like let's think think about on the world stage. Every everybody's on the world stage, and. Mm-hmm. One point, like the more people you have, the more it's like power in numbers. So let's say you're walking down the street at night. If you're by yourself, they might rob you. But if you have 10 people with you, they might leave you alone. If you have 100 people with you, they're going to stay quiet. Now, if you have 1.4 billion people, people are going to become afraid of that nation. So I feel like not like I said, I'm not certain, but I feel like there's a bit of an inflated number for China. The intelligence of China wants to puff itself up, like puff its chest out, seem bigger than what it truly is. Mm-hmm. Because China is a highly, con- huh? because China is a highly controlled country, right? So mm-hmm. the the statistics is is I think it's very accurate comparing the U.S. Well, okay, fair enough. I'm glad you said that because I don't I don't really talk to people yeah. in China, so now you can give me a little insight. But I, I was thinking it was very suspicious, but I didn't think that they're dumb. I was thinking, hey, that's a good move. Like. If I would, I would, I, people do that. It's like a smart thing to do is to, to, to have, say things almost like a bluff sometimes. It's a very intelligent thing to do if you can pull it off. If you can fool somebody into thinking you're more powerful than you are, hey, I'm the more power to you. But I was thinking maybe, I was like, because 1.4 billion, like, because America has a lot of states, a lot of people. Oh my God. And Americans are so horny and we fuck all the time and da da da. And even us, this huge fucking crazy horny country, less than half a, Half a billion. So, so I was thinking to myself, there is no way Chinese people are hornier than us. So, so what's up with that? Is Chinese people just horny or what? Mm, because uh, most of most of like most of American came as immigrants, right? Mm, yes. The the country is founded by immigrants, by in China. Right, but what, but that still doesn't like. So you're we, saying that China? What does that have to do here, with population? We're here in this land, like in uh, at least three thousand years. So, so see, I really do appreciate trying to call in, but I, I'm really liking this one-on-one I'm having. Yeah, not to be too too selfish here, Jesse. You don't hate me for it, but I oh, Jesse got mad. He tried to call in, and I kept denying it, and he laughed. Look at him. Just, I, I don't, don't I want, want him the center of the conversation, right? I don't want yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, if others want to join, talk about their topic, it's it's okay, right? No, it's not. So, well, I mean, I mean, at least for a little bit. Let me keep because you're actually. I'm really enjoying this, just me and you right now. Okay. So so yeah no because think about this so are you are you basically telling me that is China has more people because they've been there longer so they just had more time to build without yeah. other interfering something like this? Yes. Damn, I guess that makes sense. That's what it is then. So it's an older nation in America. That's how its population sounds so big. Not because they fuck so quick. In uh in nineteen fifties we only have like uh in nineteen fifty we only have like uh four hundred million people here. Oh so so you're saying it did, it was a big boost. It's interesting. How did they how did they, how did they sustain such a, a increase of population without collapse? Uh so you gotta think, how are you getting all the wood for the houses? How are you getting all the food for the families? How are you getting all the, like, all the, like, it's like, it seems like a fucking, a, a big expense for that big of a population. It's fascinating. Yeah, the living standard in China is not, like, as, as high as in the 
like Europe country or like right. Well, I mean, it is high, but it's not as expansive. You guys have very like you guys have TVs and beds, and like you have all the commodities, but it's very simple. It's not it's not multiple bedrooms and multiple TVs. It's usually like yeah. one bedroom, one TV, like one of everything. Is it something like this? Hmm. Or no. Most people like forty forty percent, uh, like sixty or forty percent of people living in countryside. Really? Are they and are they farmers and stuff? Uh, yeah, in rural area, the farmers. Yeah. Well, how can you? It's so funny you mentioned rural areas. So you would think such a, a dense population that it would be hard to be rural. It would be because it'd be like because rural usually is out in the middle of nowhere, not too many people around you. And you would think with one point four billion people, there would be almost no room to even stretch out. <laughs> no way, because uh, China is like a bigger country. Is it, is it, it's a big, big like as far as yeah. its diameter and its circumference or its yeah. its geographical mass. It's it's pretty big. Hmm. Right, let me pull yeah. out my globe real quick. Yeah. Hey man, let me tell you. But have you ever thought that though? Because I I think I'm not saying. Remember how I said earlier, don't take it personal. Although I'm very suspicious of China. Have uh, you ever had suspicions of China being? A little false with this population, or have you just believed it, or is that is that kind of just like, Dad? Did you like? Does anybody think that in China? Like, what's your opinion on that, though? Like, do you think there's some kind of falsehood there, or or not at all? I'm not. I have a lot of suspicion about China, but mm. not the population. The population. Mm, that's okay. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. The population. Uh, they have one point four billion. Man, that's a lot yeah. of people, man. Yeah. That should, that, the reason I have suspicions is because thinking of that many people, it almost gives you a headache when you think of that many families, that many emotions, and that many scenarios, that many shoes, that many books, that many glasses, that many plates of food. Like, it kind of makes it makes your head hurt a little bit. Yeah. So many people, right? So many yeah. dirty dishes, so many pipes. And so, like, how, where is, how is the earth just sustaining, like, all this continuous just fucking waste? Because humans, one thing that fascinates me about humans, maybe it does to you too, is we're very cool. We're smart. We're this, we're that. But we're fucking very wasteful as well. Like the fact that we poop is very interesting to me. <laughs> like there's a, like, dude, there's so much shit that happens on earth every day. So much feces. It's like, God dang, humans are kind of disgusting. Yeah. India, India will take over China as a, not just the population. Like in three or four years, I think. Yeah. It, oh, oh, why would it, like, but or just in population and stuff, though. But in hello, you are muted. You are mute. You are on mute. Hi, Rico.
Hi Rico, are you there? I lost you. I'm back, I'm back. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, hey. Can you hear me? Hello? Hello? Yeah, I had to, it was my it was my family. It's the family I live with. I had to answer, make sure everything's okay. Thank you for your patience. It's okay. I I love to talk to you. Yeah, he's yeah, nice. You know, and and yeah. thank you for being such a wise guy. I've most Chinese people I've met are really cool. That's the fucked up thing. That's why I'm so conflicted because China is one of the most powerful nations on earth, based on not necessarily. I mean, in multiple ways, in its size, in its culture, there's so, and it's like, but then there's also so many random mystic, and people can be so paranoid about China, and, and China has its ups and its downs. it's like, just to even talk to a Chinese person, it's pretty cool. It, it's interesting, because you would think, oh, with so many Chinese, like 1.4 billion, it would almost seem, oh, there's so many, it would, like, who cares to talk to one, because there's so many, one, what's one's opinion, like, but I don't see it that way, I see it, I don't see it that way at all. You just because there's more doesn't mean it's less rare. I still feel like your people are pretty rare, the way your minds work. Even though there's so many, it doesn't get dull. Yeah, thank you. Because um, I think um, there is one thing I'm very proud of being a Chinese is that we have like very long and rich history. You're talking about the CCP. Like CCP is just a blip, blip. A hundred percent. I think yeah. China is one of the first dynasties because uh, it goes back to dynasties. Yeah, the okay. Great Wall of China. All this, all this. It, I've thought about China a lot in my life, bro, because it's like it's interesting. Like the it's, it was Sun Tzu from China. Sun Tzu, the from Art of War. Yeah, yeah. yeah I read that book. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. It's before like it's before AC, right? It's. Yeah, like, and it's, it's amazing for sure that they haven't been taken over or haven't blew themselves up by this point. Do you know the the interesting part of the is the interesting part is like I can still read the old script and understand. Oh, the Chinese language hasn't shifted, even if government has shifted and all these powers have shifted. The language has remained. Yeah, two thousand years. What's the language? Is it just Chinese or is it Cantonese? Is it Mandarin? What's the Chinese is a traditional Chinese, but I can read it. Like, uh, I is, it, is that just is that the name of it? Is it diff, Is that not or is it called Mandarin or Cantonese? Uh, it's let me. It's, it's just like Mandarin. Mandarin. You can so, so Mandarin. Mandarin. Yeah, Mandarin. I, That's the older like, language. Actually, it's not accurate to like say it's is a Mandarin. Mandarin is a talking language. Mm. It's a. But it has a lot of S's, right? Like shua 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 But the like, Chinese the Chinese character is the same. Like I went to museum, like museum one time, I can still read the uh the the script. It's um, interesting. I love talking about language too, because language, not to interrupt you, but language is symbolism in a sense. Like they're, they're, they're characters, but Chinese is not just characters. I think they use a bit of symbolism almost like, because some of the characters are like drawings, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's a house or something like this. Yeah. It's a hard part for foreigners to learn the Chinese language. The, the, the most difficult is writing and speaking, I think. Yeah. 
Right. Was it natural to you because that was your first language? It, for, yeah, it's so natural to me. It's the first, first language, yeah. And I'm so jealous of the Chinese for ha- having that language be there first. Although, I'm not going to lie. Amer- English is pretty cool. Chinese is probably cooler in its own little way. I don't know how vast the vocabulary goes. But English does have some really cool words and way to speak. But I'm sure China has some really cool hard things. And it, But, yeah, like you said, it's those people who learn English first usually have a hard time in general, learning Chinese. I, but so, in general, do Chinese people have a hard time learning English? Yeah. <laughs> Take me for your example. English is great, man. <laughs> Thank you. I learned English like at least ten years or ten years. Yeah. When but you were ten years old or ten years ago? Yeah, I, I learned Chinese like from uh, I learned Chinese more than like more than ten years, but learning English more than ten years. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's your first language? Hmm? What was your first language? Chinese, Mandarin. Mm. Nice, nice. Yeah. To me, English is just different. Right. Totally different system. So, did you learn it just because you were interested in conversating with the minds of Americans, or did you like what was the point of you learning English instead of German or Russian? Like, why English? Uh, because uh, I was like. English is taught at school. It's mandatory. Everybody should learn English during school. During school, yeah, it's crazy how a lot of other countries learn English versus because America. Uh, most Americans don't know more than one language, but every like it seems like most countries, a lot of people tend to go towards English. I know English and Spanish. Well, nice. I I was uh, one, I I once want to learn Spanish. Yeah. But, nice. but I think I need to like. It's not that impressive, to be honest. <laughs> it's a, I think it's awesome, right? Because no, I mean it's cool. It's okay. Speak, if you can speak Spanish, you can talk to like people. No, from that America. is cool. That's why I know <laughs> right? it because That's it makes it opens doors. <laughs> that part is great. It's it opens your door to all the Latinos. But I mean, as far as the language itself, the words and the dialogue and the it's, the, it's not that like I'm, English is a better language than Spanish. But you're right. That's why I learned Spanish, not because I'm impressed with it, but because I wanted to be able to hang out with Spanish people. Yeah, but yeah, no, English is more fun. English is Spanish ain't that fun. That's what I meant to say. Spanish isn't as fun of a language to speak. Wow, I don't know that. No, I, it's kind of boring to be honest. Like their words are very simple. They don't. They they're they're just yeah. In China, English is like uh, compulsory for like uh, for school kids because uh, English is like it's a language for the uh, for like uh, international communication, right? Man, that's so smart, bro. Yeah, yeah. In you, we want to like open to the world, nah? Yeah, man. I bet you if you would take kids, I bet you. Let me just say this. If, if you were to take a little kid, like let's say you were a country, let's say China, for example, just hypothetically speaking, if you were to sit there and in the first few years of school made them learn five languages, if since it's, they don't know any better, I bet you they could do it. it. People will usually tend to be able to do whatever you throw at them, and it's interesting. Yeah. So like America, we only learn English, and then there's an option to learn Spanish, and there's like option, but it's it's not that big of an emphasis on learning other languages. It's funny. It's interesting how China emphasizes a second language. How far into education do they bring in English? Like, uh, from, from, uh, 
primary school through university. Wow, so it's not like they they don't just teach you Chinese and then after teach you English, they teach them simultaneously. Uh, simultaneously, yeah. But because the it's a second language, so people, uh, most Chinese people not very good at English. I think, yeah. Yeah, which why do you think that is? If they're learning in both, do you think just because the most people, it's like. It's not in the buildings. Like, there's more Chinese writing in buildings, and there's more Chinese writing in the movies yeah. and stuff. So people tend to just gravitate towards that. Yeah, because people don't uh, don't use it in the daily life. Exactly. That's the only thing. If it sucks to learn a language, if you don't have to be using it constantly, then it kind of it, it's it's harder to re- retain in general. Yeah. Uh, to yeah, me, English, to me, English is very important to me because it's open a door for me to. Like grasping the information from outside the world, and that's very uh, important. Man. I'm glad. And like I said, you can hold a great conversation, brother. And and it's great because Amer- English does have some really some interesting thinkers. I think. Yeah, that's, uh, like, in if I if I don't know English, I don't know like because people uh, like language you have some effect on your like your like mindset. Yeah, yeah, because it 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 dictates your beliefs and your it expands your perspective base and it expands your your connections to possibilities and then you could use whatever those things teach you to like to become more skilled, more ability your abilities improve depending on what information you process. Which I completely yeah. agree. Let me ask you this: so, since you learn English, what powers has it added to you? Have you learned how to heal better? Have you learned how to fight better? Have you learned like, any? Have you gained any powers from English? Uh, like, I get a much better job, I think. So, but, but okay, very. But now, what's the mechanism? Like, what part of the what? What did English give you to get that better job? Like, what skill did it give you? That, like, let's say you didn't know, you only knew Chinese, you would be a person. But then you learned English, and then you you became a, a more advanced person. In which ways did you can you noticeably advance through English? I can like for me, it's like uh, I have I can, can I can have another perspective. Did it give you confidence? For example, did it? I think it's give me confidence and give me like a different perspective on. On understanding things. Oh yes. So okay, fair enough. I was just wondering what, if, like, if there was anything that stuck out to you from learning English, because I feel like, yeah, like you mentioned, let's say Chinese people who only know Chinese only, like one language, they are they're gonna be who they're gonna be. And let's say there's two different realities where one is go down the path of learning two languages and one one. Well, the one who only knows Chinese, like you mentioned, is going to have that limited perspective. And but they're going to still be have certain good qualities and powerful things about them. And then boom! But then the guy who learned the second language in that metaphor, he, like he would if he like that you could look at both those guys on two screens next to each other and see how they turn out, and then to watch how different they become because of the guy who learned two languages, he be. He it did because it, it, it could add some powers, man. Yeah, yeah. So I was just wondering because I I love powers, bro. And I, not to like magic powers, not like oh I can shoot fireballs. No, I'm talking about human ability, human understanding of process. And I'm very interested. And I only know English is like my main language, but I wonder if I learned Chinese if I would gain more powers than I already have. I mean, you can speak Spanish, right? So. Yeah, but it's it's. I speak like five out of ten. Like English, I'm, I speak nine out of ten. 
of mastery. English, 9 out of 10. In Spanish, 5 out of 10. Okay, so it's all about make it, thinking about your mindset. You can think, you can think, um, differently、mm-hmm. than the, like, you only, if you only speak Chinese. Right. So it keeps your processes fluid and quick. Yeah. Yeah. And you can get information, like, uh, from, like, more source. Okay, fair、me. enough. So, so let me ask you this. Thank you for. So now I could phrase the question better, think based on how what you just said. So instead of me saying powers, what information is stands out to you that English brought to you? And like, I can read like, um, read more books, right?、Most、yeah, did, but now that, but did 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 you read anything that you didn't expect to find, or that was very unusual in Chinese, but in English it was more u- usual and common? Like, is there anything that stands out there? Yeah, because I read the Economist, some snack,、like oh. Economist, or like I uh and some like some uh some books like A Song of Ice and Fire, something like that, right? Oh, and so, like philosophy and stuff in in China. Yeah, you didn't find that. Um, different philosophy in China. We have like philosophy. Uh, like confusion, confusion, right? Yeah, Confucius, Confucius, yeah. But we have right, like, like oh, one who drops the water will be thirsty, and like yeah, yeah, like、um, I can read like something about the Bible, right? Different、mm-hmm. religion, yeah. Yeah, so did like now I'm like you're telling me the mechanism now, but I want to know. What like to you stand out? Like what did you? Because not like on a, a personal level in English, what is some of the favorite things that it taught it has opened up? You said economies, but anything else like an economist? Like is there anything that you want? Like I, I'm just curious.、Mm, open up, like I can. Who are some of your favorite English speakers? English speaker, you mean? Yeah, like what's like who are some of your favorite、uh, people who speak English? Like since you've started. Speaking、uh, English, is there anybody that you think is like, oh, that guy's cool? That guy's cool. Okay, I guess many. Like, like yeah, like who are some of? The, tell me a little bit about that. I, I'm kind of curious on what like English has shown you. Like Ernest Hemingway, right? Ernest Hemingway, interesting. Yeah, I don't know much about Ernest Hemingway. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> okay, so like because I was like I was my like. My dream as a child is become like a become a storyteller, but nowadays, yeah, that's amazing. Because, yeah, so like, that's interesting. A storyteller, that's a great thing. That's a great desire. I used there. They say that storytelling is actually the most. There's a theory that just to be a storyteller is actually one of the most powerful things a man could be. Like, let's say you're a good thinker, but you don't know how to tell a story. It almost Doesn't even matter. You're a good thinker. Some people think like this theory of storyteller. This concept of being a storyteller is it's a it's a very fascinating because the better of a storyteller you are, the better information you could transfer. Yeah, because yeah, people yeah. don't just take language like if it's boring, just without a story,、yeah. just like this, this, like, then people get bored. But if you tell a story, and then the mind can actually stay excited and it imagines it more. You could see it in your head more. You, you, and then like it becomes more ingrained in the mind. Yeah, because we are people, right? We are like we have we are emotional. 
Very yes, inspiring. very emotional. Some of yeah. us, I'm a li- I don't have much emotions, which is kind of weird, but I'm a, I think that's a little thing that I'm more unique about. Like I'm a human, but I notice that I am a little emotionless sometimes, but, but yeah, no, humans are fucking emotional. <laughs> yeah. But we are like, we are not very good at like process numbers, but we're right, very yeah. good at like process stories. Oh, a hundred percent. I agree. And that's basically what I was just saying. But like, so yeah, so, so Ernest Hemingway is a storyteller. Like novelist, right? He wrote novelist. Oh yeah, like a novelist, like Shakespeare, something like this. Yeah, but yeah. I, I love, that's what I want to be. I didn't necessarily want to be a good storyteller, but I did. Like storytelling was one of the things. But my main thing was to be like a poet, a writer. But yeah, that's almost like a storyteller. But me, it wasn't even about t- telling it to people. I just wanted to be able to impress, express, right? <laughs> yeah, to, to to be able to put shit together in a very interesting way that which is storytelling is one aspect, but but I would comment like I use the term poet, po- a poet, I'm a poet, which not you don't have to necessarily be a storyteller to be a poet. I think those are two different things, but I always wanted to be a great poet. I wanted to be a great philosopher, a thinker. But yeah, storytelling is is very 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 important as well. I'm a pretty good storyteller. Yeah. I think you are a very good storyteller. Oh. And you are very curious. I think the, like, for a, pro, for a person to, like, achieve good things, achieve, like, a, uh, achieve better, uh, one quality is, is curiosity. Curiosity. There. That's a beautiful term, brother. I'm a curious... Um, curiosity is one of my main things. I'm so curious. I'm constantly curious about things. And another word for curious is inquisitive. Inquire, inquisitive, in- inquisitive. But yeah, that... I mean, like, I'm so curious, man. Mm, yeah. Like, I'm constantly questioning things. And then when I find that information, I question that information. I'm uh, Curiosity. So continue, though. So, Yeah, me too. I'm very curious, like... So curious. Yeah, about the United States, about the Europe, about other countries, about other right, about about humans, about space, everything. Yeah, space. Yeah, something like that's good. That. Yeah. No matter why, why are you like? What's some of your favorite things about being curious? What is what? What does curious add? Like, and I have an answer, but I just wanted to hear what you say. Like, just express w- what some of benefits of being curious. Mm, to a personal level, I mean, like. Uh, a person that I can like getting smarter. I think I, I'm getting smarter. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, let me say, let me speak on this as well. One way I think that I could just say express a little depth into that is one thing that because we don't necessarily. I don't know if it's nature or madness which makes a man overly curious, but some people are way more curious, and I seem to be curious to a point of. Like so fucking curious, and what what I whether I chose it or not, or whether it's good or not, I don't know. But what I, it has, what one thing I when I analyze it, when I look at myself and I look at how curious I am, one thing is like, wow, like what benefit or what negative comes from it? One of the benefits of it is that it makes you hard to fool. It makes it hard yeah. to. For, it, it makes you. It makes it like hard to to trap somebody who's curious because someone who is not curious will just believe something wholeheartedly without questioning it. And then it's so easy to become more gullible, I think, if you're not curious. If you're curious, it's so hard to to, to brainwash and it's so hard to – because your mind is constantly evolving. It's hard to, to put a, in a box. Yeah. Are you, are you like, uh, good at embracing new things? I think, I think you, you – if you are 100%. curious, you're like, right? 
Right, so that's two things we have so far. So it makes you hard to fool, and it makes you able to adapt at high rates. That's good. So, so, and when, then let me think some. One thing about being curious is also is that you pretty much just said that, like the adapt thing. But, but yeah, it pretty much it, it you don't let yourself rest. It's like a guy who trains in the gym, a guy who works out every day versus a guy who works out once a week. When you're questioning everything, and then you're questioning the questions, and you're curious about the curiosities, your mind doesn't have time to just get quiet your mind is always racing so it keeps your mind yes, sharp yes. which which keeps your body which can have a lot of benefits some people maybe can't handle it but if you can handle the rapid thoughts it can keep your brain alive firing like a constantly firing well oiled yes as as your like channel welcome message stay sharp right yeah 100% Free your mind is what I usually say, is to be free of the mind. Now, when I speak on that, let's think about the opposite of free. What is the opposite of free? Uh, something that's contained. Not contained. Something that's not free is something that's restricted or something like this. A restricted mind versus a free mind. And the reason I preach free mind is because then it's free to be curious. It's free versus something a mind that is, let's say, shackled or confined or restricted i'm restricted yeah. controlled or something like that yeah. yeah so something that it's 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 a prisoner mind it's something where it's it's in a cage it's in a it's trapped it's not free to wander outside of its limitations that's that's i mean unless those are you or you happen to be in a really good box that's it seems like a shitty thing to be honestly like because even if because then like you say it kind of cures curiosity if your mind is not free it kind of kills curiosity Yes. Yes. Because let's say even if you're in a nice, good mindset, if you have a free mind, you could say, hey, well, I've been thinking like this for a while. And even though things are great and I have a good life, but the curiosity says, hey, I want to just see what it's like on the other side. Let me go step into the dark for a little bit. Let me let me step out of my benefit just for the sake of curiosity, which could ruin your life. But it can also, like you said, give you change give you a dead give you broad perspectives because now let's speak on that let's speak on this this process of the light and the dark because some people want success some people want love some people want comfort some people want health but there's another side of that there's there's suffering there's challenge there's violence there's fucking madness all these other things which on on outside, it looks like oh, why would anyone want that? But I think that those things hold value in their own way. Yeah. Do you think? Do you, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm, have you ever explored both? Have you, like, have you ever? Are you a person who tends to stick to the comforts and like the positive successes in life, or do you ever dip into like dark? Do you ever think of violence? Do you ever think of something crazy? I I think I'm just like I'm, my curious is about the outside world. My curious is not about not about inside. I think. Oh, so what do you mean by that? Yeah, like inside, like not about yourself, but more about just yeah. your surroundings. Yeah, it's, it's about like to uh, like. Uh, I think it's like um, if I get getting dark. Feel dark. I read a lot. Have you ever gotten dark? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. 
Hmm. Yeah. Did it teach you anything? Yeah, I think like um, we can like learn a lot of things from books. From books, right? You can learn from books. Yeah, because your then, your experience your experience is like uh it's it's experienced in like many times in others in others' minds, right? Right. You are that lot as that unique, so you can learn something from others. A hundred percent. There's so so. Let me speak on this. It's, I'm glad you mentioned that, but but there's different kinds of ways to absorb information and perspective. Because you're, you're saying is if you absorb a perspective that's way different than yours through just reading it, that'd be great if you could just do if that was something that came naturally, or if that like let's say you read a book and then you just absorb that person's abilities, that would be great. Like if you could read Einstein, then boom, now you're like Einstein. If you can read Beethoven, oh shit, now you. Can think, but like some people, it's a little. They can do that, but then not everybody can read and then be like, oh, I understand. Some people are, they can learn through visual, which is they have to see something. Yeah. And then if they see it, then some people learn through, they have to do it by hands on, like they have to do it or else they don't even get it. And then some people can read it. So there's that, there's auditory, which you could hear it. If you just hear it, then boom, you could learn. If you, then there's visual, which if you see it, then there's kinetic, which means you have to feel it. Yeah. It's different so book is book is yeah. almost I would say a a bit of hearing and visual because you are hearing the words in your head as you read them and then you're imagining what the words mean. Yeah, but it has nothing to do with kinetics because reading you're not actually doing any physical yeah. action of it. So it has two out of three. Well, you have two or three. It's good. No, yeah, it's better than none for sure. Yeah. For learning hands-on is really great. Like, if you could sit there and instead of reading a book, like, go and spend time with that guy, like, with Ernest Hemingway, like, go spend a month under his training. I bet you learn a lot. <laughs> but, yeah that's, but yeah, that's impossible, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's where it's like, oh, shit, that would be all three. That would be hands-on, hearing, and sound. But, but yeah, then books is... I do a lot of audio. I do, I, I can absorb shit through audio pretty good. Like just sitting there, like, like podcast, for example, stuff like this. When I hear some information, my mind, cause then I hear it and then I imagine it very deeply. And I prefer audio, auditory to reading for some reason, but reading is cool. But I love, like, I listen to a lot more than I read. I listen to shit. I'm constantly listening to audio. Like 90% of the time I have audio. Like, what's like, your Instead of YouTube? Because, like, some people need view three videos. Podcast. Hmm? Favorite. What's your favorite podcast? Well, okay. Well, it's hard to say. My favorite podcast is my own. Just to toot my own horn. Social Suicide, baby. And yeah, speaking of which, I'm your favorite. So let me just give a quick plug to my show real quick. My name is Rico Rocks. R-O-X-X is how you spell the last name. I am host of Social Suicide. This is episode 53 of Social Suicide. I'm joined here by my... Really interesting new acquaintance goes by Aloha. I am a host of Social Suicide. It is, I mainly host on, well, I do my live, we're having this conversation on an app called Podbean. I am on all the platforms, Spotify, Apple, Audible, Podchaser, Deezer, you guys, the list goes on and on and on and on and on on where you can find Social Suicide. But thank you everybody who's listening to this. And so that, I love my own podcast, but what, one of my favorite, some of my favorite podcasts are, if I were to really say, 
there's a few I gravitate. I don't. So let me tell you. Let me tell you a little bit. Started off with what I don't listen to. The kind of podcasts I don't really listen to. So I don't listen to true kind podcasts that much at all. So I like just like stories, fairy tale stories. Usually I don't. Although there is some novels I like, some audiobook novels that are amazing. But that's not what I gravitate to. to. What I really love, my favorite type, your conversational podcast. So some I would say Joe Rogan is what really, really got me into podcasting. Mm-hmm. And I listen to every episode of Joe Rogan. So I love Joe Rogan podcast a lot. And the reason I love it is because the long form conversation and Without, because, and it's not scripted, it's not, and it's free, just like, let's go as deep as we can go, just let's hear what the thoughts are, and sometimes it's bullshit, sometimes people aren't that interesting, but sometimes, you sit there and listen to a guy, in a, like me and you, for example, right now, we're an hour in, and we've barely scratched the surface, we're just warming up to each other's mind, we're barely starting to, to form understanding of each other, can you imagine if we did another two hours, it'd be, who, it can be a nice thing to hear, and so I like hearing that, because then, while I'm listening to others, intelligent people just talk about their theories their philosophies and then i hear their tone i hear their mannerisms i hear their thoughts and opinions then meanwhile i'm sitting there just thinking simultaneously about how i thought about that or maybe adding it to mine so i love conversational podcasts so joe rogan is one of the best i listen to something like that have you ever listened to joe rogan podcast um just once i think because I think the because the cultural difference, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, so I I couldn't like follow like follow. When was the person. when was that? You said you listened to it once. How long ago was that? At least two years ago, I think. And in two years ago, how good was your English compared to now? Uh, pretty much pretty much the same because my listening is very good, but my speaking is lots. Lots of that's good. So you're so, saying now? Do you think you could understand it better now if you could? Because I want what I'm basically trying to say is I would try it again if I were you. Uh, maybe I'll try again. Yeah. Maybe what's your email? Like here, take my email down. I'm gonna put it down in chat here because I will send you a link, some links to my personal favorites of his. So that way you don't have to just guess around. Like you can actually maybe if you ever have the time, check it out. I'll send you a couple of the really good ones because there's been some stories I've heard on Joe Rogan, bro, that have changed my fucking life, bro. Wow, thank you. So my thank email you. is Rico Rocks R R I C O R O X X. 221, rickrocks221 at gmail.com. If you email me, then I could have your email just logged in okay. and then I could email you. Because there's a couple, man, that, whoo, what are some of your favorite parts? Like, okay, so never mind. That's a bad question. Let me ask you. So I mentioned I like listening to audio. What do you prefer? Do you listen to audio? Do you read more or do you watch videos for information? What's some of your favorite ways to, to absorb? Nowadays, I like listening a lot. I. Mm. I'm a listener. I think I'm. Let me introduce my favorite podcast. Uh, like I like to re- listening to. Uh, like to listen to like Radio Lab. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back. I like so the last thing you were saying is that you listen to Radio. some podcast called Radio Lab, I believe? Yeah, Radio Lab. 
And let me check about my podcast, like a favorite podcast. Is it okay? Is it what kind of podcast? Yeah, just tell me. Just kind of open it up for us. What is the podcast about? Is it fiction? Is it nonfiction? It's nonfiction. Just how it's I about, it's about like uh, science, technology, and the uh, mm, and educational the podcast. Yeah, educational podcast. I love educational podcast too. But the reason I like Joe Rogan because some of it is educational, but then some of it is philosophical. Oh, it's getting deep, right? It's very deep, right? Right. But I do love a good educational podcast, like a, something that has good sound information, like meditate, like something where it's like, oh, like an athlete will teach you what his diet is, or an athlete will teach you, like, oh, this is how I work out, and these are my steps. So the Joe Rogan will invite like a. a Guest speaker, like in every episode, right? So the speakers are from like uh, all kind of like areas, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Which that's why I really do love that. I started my podcast thanks to Joe Rogan because I was just gonna try to be a YouTuber initially, or some kind of a writer, or some kind of because I was trying to. Open my mind. I was trying to show the world my mind. I was a thinker. I was like, how I want to just be a, on the world stage. And and then boom, it hit me like podcast. So I've been podcasting for two years and my mind is becoming a little more notarized than it was before a podcast. Okay. Is, is your main main focus now? Is the podcast your main focus now? Or you have like. For as far as expressing myself, no, I have a few avenues, but my main focus is surviving, which sucks to say that, but um, <laughs> yeah. I don't have, like, I come from, like, I, I, I was, like, I live very well alive, fucking ups and downs, and so it's like, my main focus is just trying to survive, pretty much, but, but no, like, so I have to do that, I wish I was a full-time podcast, all the kind of crazy things, but no, I, but yeah, it's, a, it's up there, podcast is definitely up there, but I also make music, which I really enjoy. Okay, like, everybody, podcast and music are two of my favorite things. Okay, everybody, like, is surviving, right? We are not, like, in the second generation uh, second generation of from uh, of the rich guy, right? Well, yeah, it depends on who you are. I don't know who you are. If you are Joe Biden, right? <laughs> Joe Biden's son, right? <laughs> you can like fuck around. Well, yeah. Well, wait, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. I, get you. Oh, Joe, I thought you said Joe Biden. I thought, but yeah, you're saying Joe Biden. It's funny. Well, the reason. So so let's finish before I get off into music. Let's talk about this radio lab though. Continue on the way you absorb information. Okay. What do you love about radio lab like and stuff like this? I think it's like teach me about the new thing, right? Some things I don't know. Just like uh I still remember like one like episode about like like uh CRISPR. It's about like General, like, uh, editing, editing, right? That's editing. cool. General editing. Genetics? Yeah, genetic. Yeah, gene editing. Yeah, editing. Well, I, I'm going to check out Bat Radio Lab. Email me, erikorox22 at gmail.com, and okay. email me a link of a couple good ones. Yeah, okay. I'll do. Sorry, sorry, Rico. I need to, like, fetch, uh, to earn some bread. So you got to go? <laughs> yeah, I have to work. <laughs> Me too. I got to run, actually. But, hey, can we say what a beautiful first podcast is? Because let's say we have more episodes in the future. Like, what a great introduction to this Rico Rocks 
world and the social suicide podcast this has been aloha thank you for everything man and i think it's a beautiful start to a mental relationship man and it's been a pleasure thank you for joining and i hope our paths cross again thank you i will like join join like next time thank you for inviting me yes but and listen to some of my shows man they're really freaking good speaking of which my episodes are fucking amazing bro listen to my shit i mean it's it's some of it is very educational but some of it is very deep and then it's like i have a very interesting way of like you said storytelling where i could go deep 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 make someone's mind go like what the fuck is going on with his life but then when it gets too intense whoo i could calm it down I could bring down the tone to like not overwork the mind, but then bring it back deep. My shit goes deep to chill to deep, and it's really interesting. It, it's I, one of my main things is depth. How deep can the mind go? And it's I, I the way my assessment of you is you can go pretty fucking deep, brother. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I do. All right, well, shit. This is yeah, Rico rocks, baby. Anything you want to say on the way out? Okay, I'll like send you an email later on. Yeah, everybody, email me and follow me and share this with anybody that you know, man. Just, just help me get, help my mind get out there if you can. But that's just my little personal request, brother. <laughs> Thank you, Aloha. This has been Rico Rock Social Suicide. Thank you. Episode 53. No, yeah, yeah, 53 by Aloha. And is that your main title you go by online is Aloha or is that just something random you did on Podbean? Uh, just something random. Yeah, just something random. So what's, what is your name? Like, what do we, what should I call you? I think I am. You don't have to tell me your real name. Like, what's your code name? Like, what do you, like, what, how do you prefer to be called? You can call me Aloha because I want to kick mm-hmm. anonymous because, you know, I live in China. So, what, like, you want to keep some anonymity and be anonymous? Yeah, yeah, because, like, I live. But Aloha, like, you don't have anything that, like, what, what's so significant about Aloha, if you don't mind me asking? Is it, or is it just some random word? Just a random word. Yeah, because. See, like, Rico Rocks, that's like, that to me is like, because my name is not Rico. <laughs> okay. Uh, your, your name my real name is not Rico. Rico Rocks okay. is a nickname. But it's Rico. You know, that's just my, uh, that, that's my podcast name. Because like you said, I talk about crazy, crazy, like crazy things, man. And my music is even crazier. My music is not, my music is the things that are, I can't even talk about. Like I already talk pretty freely with my v- podcast, but my music takes my, lets me express the thoughts that are taboo because you can't really tell a musician no like music is one of those rare thing art forms where you can express pretty crazy and people know that it's just it's not true it's not how you feel it's just it's weird how it could be a song you could talk about so you could talk about all kinds of shit in songs that if you were just to talk in normal conversation people would not talk to you yes yes Sorry. So Rico Rocks is cool. Is cool. I love having yeah, anonymity as well. Uh, like I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, Rico, yeah it's cool. It's freaking Rico Rocks, baby. But yeah, so like, but yeah, so are you happy with Aloha? Or do you, like, would you even consider? And I know you you possibly would since you're an open minded guy. But would you consider a, a different nickname? Because if you would, I would love to throw a few names at you. Maybe you could adopt them. Unless you're super happy with Aloha, or is like, do you think that maybe you could try a different name just for the name sake of exploring? I think I'm happy with Aloha now. Yeah. Okay. Aloha it is, baby. Aloha, which is nice, man. Which is nice because Aloha means Aloha means high. I don't know what Aloha means, but I love the word Aloha, bro. It's a great name. Sorry, sorry, Rico. I need to, I need to go now. All right, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Aloha. This has been Rico. So suicide, everybody. Free your mind. Free your mind. Free your motherfucking. Thank you. You too. Take care. Bye, Aloha.